Hey everyone, welcome to the Mindful Chef, Chef Lisa Barnett here on this beautiful Wednesday morning in California. I'm in my garden as usual, and I am drinking some juice that I made. I made carrot orange juice. I bought a new juicer, and I have thoroughly been obsessed with juicing. Like, it's really bad, you guys. I keep thinking that I'm only going to drink like one juice a day and I'm doing two and kind of like, I could drink more. Like I'm in the summer when, when the weather is warm, I definitely have more of a sweet tooth than other times, but I still want to maintain and not go overboard. Oh my goodness. This is just amazing. (laughs) And the carrot and orange together is just the prettiest color that you could ever think of and see it's just really beautiful okay I didn't come here today to talk to you guys about juice today I wanted to talk to all of the culinarians out there as we um, are finding ourselves in a new space we are chefs without restaurants chefs without a place a home to go to and the more conversations I have with more chefs the more I see how we are all being pushed outside of our comfort zone. And um, it's hard on some and not so hard on others. But those of us who it's difficult on are the career chefs who have spent the majority of our careers directly in the kitchen on the line and really not honing other skills outside of being on that line. And that's not a bad thing because everybody has their strengths. but. Over the last, I would say, four years for me in particular, I have searched out other ways to fuse my culinary background with other elements like communication in the form of writing and using social media, getting a degree in nutrition, um, and kind of expanding what I could do with different certifications so that I still am grounded in the culinary world, but that I have more options available to me. And I never, ever, ever thought that we'd see a pandemic like this happen. And then I'd have to like pull out all the tools that I have ever grabbed and figure out how to make them all fit and work together. And that is where I am right now. And that's where a lot of chefs are right now. But one of the most upsetting things that I have found about this pandemic is the lack of communication and camaraderie and support between all of us who are navigating this thing. And it feels like we're all doing this alone when we really could be working together in a better way. For me personally, I have some really awesome chefs in my life who I have been able to collaborate with and bounce ideas off of and and really just come to an understanding and kind of like hug it out virtually to say, don't worry, it's gonna be okay, we'll figure this out. But at large, in all of the social media groups and platforms and and other, uh, I'm seeing a lot of isolation. I'm seeing a lot of folks keeping things very close knit to their heart instead of sharing. And sharing is caring. You know, we are taught that as we're young people, but when we get to become adults, for some reason, it's like like a trade secret 
and a, a definite no-no to tell somebody that I went through a really, really tough time getting my business going, but this is how I did it. And this is how I got on top. And I'm finding that I don't know why this is happening. I mean, could it be fear of losing intellectual property? I don't know, but it's really interesting because I feel like unless I tell you my formula, like you won't know it. And I could give you a recipe. I could write a recipe and give it to you. It still won't taste like mine because I'm me and you are you. And we all have our innate thing, the thing that we do. And it's, so natural for us and all these things so it's just really um I'm trying to understand it and I'm trying not to place blame and get angry about it and you know kind of go off and, and wag my finger and tell people they should do better because I'm sure that it's not intentional right it's not an intentional um way of excluding people, treating people poorly, or, you know, I don't know, but it just feels like sometimes we tell ourselves that we have to pay our dues and we determine the type of dues that others have to pay. So for instance, if I had trouble setting up my business, then everybody else should? No, this is what I learned in the process. And then at the same time, there are those who are making a dollar off of that by selling coaching and selling this is how you get your business going, which I respect that as well. So I'm not gonna say that that's a bad thing. I just really do believe that in a time like this, without sacrificing your intellectual property, there are just some things that I think are better for the community than to ask people who are already struggling with finding work to pay to teach you how to do things step by step. You know what I'm saying? I guess I'm hoping I'm like conveying this clearly so it doesn't sound weird, but I just, um, I just wish that we had more of a community mindset Um, and particularly in the black community as we are dealing with everything that is happening there is a shift and there is now a group of individuals there are people out there who are looking for us they want to employ us they want to um, encourage they want to be more mindful they want to spend their dollars with us so we all win if we know how to do so that's that's kind of what you know I'm thinking of in terms of like now online classes are prevalent I'm teaching several um, and there's a learning curve there so a conversation with a fellow chef of listen this is what you have to do for your lighting this is what you need to do for your setup and you know um, this is the feedback I've gotten from the class participants on this particular thing. So you might want to switch that up. Small conversations like that are so helpful. They are so incredibly helpful. They don't cost you anything and you can still maintain your own business while helping to uplift somebody else who might be struggling in that particular area and could just use a couple of tips. 
Um, so it's not like you're giving them your trade secret or anything like that. But I got to tell you, some of the things that I have come across in trying to um, rebrand and rework me, who I am in this industry, um, I think would have been a little bit easier had there been someone willing to say, listen, girl, look, this is what I did. You know, I mean, and on the other hand, I needed to know what questions to ask as well. Sometimes we don't know what questions to ask until we come up against a thing. And then it's like, oh, crap, how do I fix that? How do I get over that hurdle? Um, I can say that I'm finding a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of people who were probably working underneath the radar and really just didn't push um, their products or services as much as they are now. And now I get to see them on the forefront. It's encouraging and it's fun and it's exciting to see what everybody is doing and to share. Um, one of the my biggest pet peeves are like, even if it's not for you, if you believe in the product or service, sharing is like the best thing that you can do because it gives other people the opportunity to see and experience that thing that might not be for you but it could be for them so for instance i there are a lot of business owners that i know small business owners um friends who have multi-level uh multi-level marketing type of businesses as well not my cup of tea a lot of their products are things i don't use or what you know don't care to use but it doesn't mean i'm not going to share and pass information along to someone who is interested So I think that is key as well. If it's something that is not offensive to you in the sense that you don't, if you don't believe in something, you don't believe in it, if it's a product or service. But if it's not harmful to you and it doesn't go against your principles, share it. Let other people have the opportunity to say yes or no to this thing. Um, Because you never know how far your reach goes. I know particularly on Facebook, my personal Facebook page is open. And um, anything I post could be shared unless I change the settings on individual posts. And the reason for that is because I might have a thousand friends on Facebook, but one of my other friends could have much more than that. And then their friends, and then their friends, and then their friends. And I tend to see some of my most shared posts are things I never thought someone would share but it's something that leads them back to my other social media platforms. They'll visit my professional chef page on Facebook. They'll go to my Instagram. They will check me out. And then a partnership could be formed out of that. And I have had that happen where several partnerships were formed from that particular experience. So even if you have the type of page where you're very private and everything is kind of shut down, if you open up certain posts to be shared with the rest of the world, you could see a great benefit from that where, you know, folks are wanting to know more about you, your products, your services, what you offer, your everything. So I really do recommend that as one. And then another thing is hashtags, y'all. Like the most, (laughs) I get the most comments and likes when I use hashtags. And I used to be like, oh God, I hate hashtags. I don't want to use all these hashtags. It's so like weird to just type in oranges or carrots or something like that. But honestly, 
that's how you get more followers. And more followers can mean more revenue for you. It can mean more connections for you. It can mean all of those things. So use the hashtags and connect your social media accounts together. When I post on Instagram, it automatically goes to Facebook. When I go to Facebook, it automatically goes to Twitter. So all of my social media platforms are regular and active because they're connected and it's not a chore, it's not a bother, it's not something that is like blah. And you don't need special equipment. I use an iPhone, it has a really good camera on it, and I literally take pictures mostly outside in the middle of the day when the sun is high just to get the best effect. And I use portrait mode a lot. Um, And then um, my teenage kids, they um, play around with angles for me. Um, as far as my cooking class, the lighting, I use a ring light. I have a, a the tall one on the stand and then a small hand um, stand one, a really tiny one that um, you can just sit on the table. Um, those are the two things I use. I still haven't found the angle that makes the ring not appear in my glasses, but I have to wear my glasses when I'm working because I can't see the screen or anything like that without them. So still working on some of those things, but I think those are small in the grand scheme of things, you know? Um, books, like dictionaries and other things around the house to prop up your um, computer or your camera, whatever you're using, um, if you don't have the fancy expensive stands. Um, I have a MacBook and it has this little platform that I got. Um, and then I put that on top of at the source and a dictionary <laughs> to get the height right. Um, so, and a kitchen island. My kitchen is not very big, but I got an island anyway. So that, and it's a portable one, so that I could pull it close to the stove and maneuver it around to give me the best um, working surface. So um, I'm not facing like a uh, a wall with the kitchen counter. So those are some of the things that I do, right? Those are small, but hopefully there's somebody who was listening that was like, how do I? And then that was an answer. That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about as far as sharing, like making certain that people understand that there is enough out here for us all to eat. It really is. And if we are serious about building community and creating solutions for these problems that we are having right now, this is the type of exchange that needs to happen. So I'm looking forward to having more conversations with people in the um, near future as we open up and I can sit down with someone and talk to them or we can do some virtual interviews um, where they are joined in where we can just talk about the challenges that we have faced, what that looks like going forward because the world is changing and the restaurant industry will never be the same again. It won't. And I don't know if that's good or bad yet. I have some feelings. But I do know that because of COVID and because of the social justice climate right now with Black Lives Matter and and and, and all, I feel like there's a shift happening that will be rather permanent in the service industry. And we're going to see it um And I think it's not going to be a bad thing. A lot of folks, you know, they might think so. But I think it's going to be a brilliant and wonderful thing for people because accessibility matters. And if you have ever heard me talk before, um, that is one of the things that um, I am in search of. 
is this ability to provide to find for myself but also to provide accessibility for others as someone who can no longer stand on her feet for 12 hours a day what does that look like when you've done it for 20 years and this is no longer an option for you if that if you find out what works in that way then that same thing could be applied to a person who is wheelchair bound or who is using a cane or an assistive device to stand or walk and from the beginning so that they can't count out particular careers because of the the things that they are facing you know um your first day in culinary school i won't mention the school that i went to they were basically like there are no seats in here you stand all day long period if you can't handle standing you can't be here so that excludes a heavy population from even venturing off into this culinary world in a traditional way so what does that mean for those who are brilliant at home cooks who have figured out how to maneuver in their home kitchens but then they find they go to a commercial space and they're not wanted and the owners and management aren't willing to find a solution and a workaround. Well, now we're at a time and place where everybody is finding solutions and workarounds for everyone, for everything. And definitely we should see some strides being made in the industry for those who um, are challenged with their mobility as one of them. Um, So that's just one element that I think about as far as how the tides are changing right now. Like, there are some really wonderful things that can come out of this if we really focus and pay attention and kind of bring ourselves around from the emotional state that we were in. For You know, you all know very well that, you know, there was the mindset of anger and, you know, and I felt anger and frustration and I wanted to break windows. And now that that has died down, and my emotions are not at that peak, I'm like, what can I do? I am solution focused now, finding solutions for the problems that we're dealing with. The world is different than it was a week ago, a month ago, a year ago. So what does that look like? What does that mean? How do we work around that? And um, so that's where I'm at. And I hope that there will be more conversation and more people willing to join me in this journey and, and kind of figure out what it all means from here on, how that looks, how we can package it, and how we can serve the masses. Because it's all about community. It's all about us coming together and finding our place in the world, right? Um, so let's see what we can do to, uh, rise up. All right. So that's all I got for y'all today. I was just thinking, um, on that and I look forward to hearing your feedback in the messages or emails and what have you just stay in touch, you know, and if you're a chef out there who is looking for community partnership, just someone to talk to, I'm here. We can figure out what the next steps are for us, um, soon you know so let's let's take a look at that all right until next time this has been chef felicia for the mindful chef i will talk to you guys again soon you know i always have something on my mind but if you want to find me on social media make sure you check me out on facebook at chef felicia barnett 
on Twitter at Chef Lee Chef and on Instagram at Chef Lee Chef Lee. All right, y'all have a good one. Bye.